Hello, friends. It is Mark Claire here with a special pre-show message. I wanted to give you a little reminder that you can help us celebrate our five-year anniversary of the Lions of Liberty podcast, which you're going to hear us celebrate in this program today. You can help us celebrate by supporting us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. And as a special thank you to our listeners, from now until September 20th, this coming Thursday at midnight, you get a free five-year anniversary t-shirt if you join our Patreon Pride, our Lions of Liberty Pride at any support level between now and this coming Thursday. So now is the best time to possibly join. Even if you join at the $5 level, you'll get a free t-shirt coming your way. So we really do appreciate your support. Head on over to patreon.com slash Lions of Liberty to check that out. And folks, we had a blast recording our five-year anniversary party. Our Patreon listeners got to hear that on the very day of our anniversary and also got to see a live stream of the recording. So that's just one of the many benefits you get by supporting this program on Patreon. So enjoy the show, kids, and you may want to hide the kids for this one or put those earmuffs on due to some adult themes in today's program. I don't know what he probably, how he wants to hear his impression. I mean, I mean, yeah, how he's standing right there. He's drunk already. Howie, maybe you should go take a pee. Maybe I should. How? <laughs> Folks, here we are celebrating, indeed, five years of the Lions of Liberty podcast. Uh, for the special, special folks who are members of our Lions of Liberty Pride, our supporters on Patreon, some of you, many of you are watching live right now on Facebook on the eve that we are recording this, a mere few hours away from the actual anniversary of the Lions of Liberty podcast. September 13th, 2013, the first episode of this program dropped an interview I did with Stefan Kinsella. We're going to take a little trip down memory lane uh, during this show, uh, but of course, this would not be much of a fun party if it was just me, so I brought in the whole darn crew tonight. Before I get to them, I want to remind you guys that uh, this is actually the 366th episode of this original flagship Lions of Liberty podcast you are listening to every single Monday here with me, where I bring you all sorts of interviews with leaders in the libertarian movement, as well as uh, fun, drunk roundtables like the one you are going to hear today. And uh, we're also on video. Maybe maybe our Patreon people will be seeing the weird things that Brian is doing on the video right now. Uh, speaking of which, I may as well bring him in first. He is uh, just a few miles away now in Hawthorne, California, no longer technically a member or a resident of Los Angeles. Uh, he's slumming it now, Mr. Brian McWilliams, host Yo. of Electric Liberty Land. Every yeah, yeah, yeah. Wednesday. No, I'm no longer in Los Angeles, technically. But you know what? I, I am a proud member of Maxine Waters' fucking uh, part of the world now. She is officially my my representative, if you can believe such a thing. Is that an upgrade? Who was your rep before? My representative before was uh, Mike Bonin, who's also... Nope, a, he's the city council. Fuck, no, oh, that's Nothing right. to do with representing yeah, the hell was my representative? Yeah, you're Great right. Stuff, city Brian. council. Yeah, I don't know. And, I don't know and I'm not editing this show, so we're before. just going to... We're just going to let you sound stupid. Odie's laughing at you. Uh, what are you drinking, Brian, before we move on? Please. I, like, I just go I like by the who, video. I, I go by who sends me newsletters. Yeah, I don't know who my old counsel or my uh, Ted my Liu? Memo. Is it Ted Liu? That I fucking think, asshole? No. I, I actually tweeted him often. I hate him. Uh, no, oh, I'm drinking <laughs> um, a little Brickstone Brewery sent by our Pride member and our buddy Kyle Evans has hooked us up. I'm currently drinking 
the Galaxy Down Under IPA, which has a little passion fruit and citrus. I'm not a big IPA guy, but Kyle has told me I would enjoy this one, and I do. It actually is pretty good. It's uh, it's tasty and crisp. Why don't you tell us all what the name of Kyle's brewery is? I said it the first part, you idiot. Brickstone no. Brewery. Well, Bri- show, I didn't hear that. Hey, Brian, have you tried the, uh, like, uh, coffee uh, stout one? It's excellent. I got it. I got it in my, uh, if you, he, people on the video can see behind me, my little Penn State bag behind me, my cooler it's, bag. I got the beers in there. It's so good. I actually, I, I drank all my beer from him already. Who are these people just talking <laughs> that haven't even been introduced in the, into the show? I, I don't know who that, that is. I believe Brian, that was there's, no, there's no towel on your couch. Where's the towel? Right, I'm so, very concerned. Oh, it's clear. If it wasn't clear, if it wasn't going to be clear from before you even clicked on the show, if you're a fan, uh, this one's going to be a mess because, you know, it's a big show and we're all drinking. And um, I, I guess the point is we're no more professional than the show was five years ago when I had no idea what I was doing. Now I just know what I'm doing and mess it up all the time. Probably less professional. <laughs> the pro- Probably less professional because I give less Fs. <laughs> uh, the Pride got to see uh, about 15 minutes of our setup. Rico's eating chips. Rico's here, too. All right. Rico loves <laughs> chips, by the way. That should be a shirt. I've we given up trying Rico to lo- Rico loves anybody. chip shirt. We can have a ladies. We need the, we need spots to get on this as a gift to us for the 50th anniversary. Just have a shirt with Rico. Uh, just a shirt with the Lay's potato chips. And it says Rico loves Lay's. And it can be some fucking retarded flavor like tequila and ass. I, I guess like, this will be an explicit uh, kettle show. kettle chips now, buddy. They're way better. Technology has improved since college. <laughs> We're getting a lot of uh, a lot of commentary here in the Pride, in the Pride Facebook. So all good reasons to be joining the Lions Liberty Pride on Patreon, getting all that insider access that you know and love. So anyway, continuing on to this actual show, and I apologize if you're just tuning into the show for the first time. Actually, no, I don't. This is who we are. Damn it. This is just who we are, Okay. And uh, so who else do we have here? I, I don't know if we formally introduced Odie. John Odermatt, the host of Felony Friday. Hi. It's a it's a dream to be here. Five years. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I really can't believe it. You know, I was thinking earlier today, you know, think of all the other things we could have accomplished with our time if we didn't have a podcast these last five years. How many whiskey challenges <laughs> we could have actually completed? I probably would have just years. wasted the time doing dumb shit. That's I feel like probably more true. productive. That's probably true. By yeah. the way, Odie, uh, on the video, your head is right above the Lions of Liberty logo. And I think if you try hard enough, you can coordinate your head with licking the logo. And I'd like to see you try. It must be different for everybody because he's in my upper right corner. Uh, really? On the, on the Facebook video it? that's going live to the Lions of Liberty Pride, he is in the is in the, the bottom left. So he can, he can like... You know, jerk the logo off if you wanted to. He can lick oh, it. Oh, it's right below me. It's, it's right, right here. below I, you. I guess right I'll just here. apologize to my dad now. <laughs> it's a running joke on the oh. show. Just trying anyway, to take a bite out of it. John, <clears throat> tell people about your program. Felt no, we're going to get to that later because we're going to take a trip down. I want to talk about so, my uh, beer. Hold on, I'm drinking a talk uh, about your beer. It's very hoppy. It's a it's a sweet water. It's a I don't know what they call it, like a single run or something. It's limited, limited release. That's like when you get diarrhea just eating. Rico is totally watching sports or something in the corner. Single run. I love it. I only ate Mexican today. Single run diarrhea. Low is on. HBO Better than the multi-run. I love when we have two different conversations going. That's what makes this so seamlessly (laughs) beautiful conversation. You You would never know that this this is also... You would never know that this is also a show where you can hear riveting, heart-wrenching interviews about the criminal justice system on Felony Friday or in-depth interviews with me, uh, Mark Clare, on Mondays with Leaders in the Liberty Movement. Um, Brian's show is pretty much like this, though, a cursing mess. So. Yeah, my, that's, that's, uh, I let it all hang out, man. So, Balls Brian, on, on Felony Friday on Friday, I, I, had, I had Howie on, and uh, 
we the name of Ariana Grande or Ariana Grande came up, or Grande. is it Grand? Grande. How do you say her last name? Grande? Grande. Ariana Grande. Yeah. Okay, I was right, Howie. Like the right. even McWilliams could get that right. Jesus Christ! Now I feel, <laughs> now I feel like Brian must feel all the time. God damn it! <laughs> you mean very attractive? Yes. <laughs> anyway, Howie by the way, Howie's here beard too. looks like fucking Mel Gibson after he got in trouble for calling people racist <laughs> names. It's it's like it's be, it's becoming mostly gray now. Yeah, I know. That's what Mel looked like. I, he grew up big and bushy, and it got like gray, gray. It looks like you intentionally with gray stripes. In it, like you're the fucking bearded hamburglar. I got carded when I bought this beard today. I'm like, are you kidding me? I've got a gray beard. <laughs> like, He's like, no, I just wanted to put a name to the face in case you rape me. <laughs> Hi, Howie. <laughs> hey. So um, I'm drinking not just regular Yingling, but one I've never tried before: the Yingling Golden Pilsner. Tastes pretty Ooh. much like the regular one. I don't know. Everybody's pulling out golden <laughs> beers now. I saw Michelob Ultra has a golden beer too. I was more. I was torn though. I saw I this and I'm like, all. I never tried that before. But then I also saw they had this. Uh, it was like Jim Beam Budweiser. I'm like, oh, that might be good too. But Ooh, uh, I terrible. went, I went with this. I don't know. It's it's probably Budweiser made in like Jim Beam barrels or some shit. I don't know. It sounds like the after like the backwash of a boiler maker. I just like anything made in bourbon barrels, really. Except bourbon. It is delicious. No, I had a I whole plan for the show, but I realize Lansing. now that anarchy will not work, but I'm going to let it not work. And I'm just going to sit back. You what do you mean? Me anarchy is working beautifully, as it always does. Mark, what, what are you drinking there? Vodka? Yeah. Oh, God, I, man, I, I totally forgot to get booze today, and I've been drinking tequila lately. So I got some tequila, but I don't have any limes in the house. What's the green could, thing in the glass, then? It's that stone. It's one of those stones. Oh, <laughs> oh you actually have the your stones? stones. I lost yeah, mine. Yeah, the stones. How, wait, how did you get stones? Wait, I swear to God, we lost all those stones. You lost all yours. <laughs> I kept mine because I was handled my booze a lot better than anyone else, obviously. <laughs> it means you drank less than anybody else. No, it just means I can handle my shit better. I remember I took I took the whole like container or whatever it was of stones and I put it somewhere to remember it later. And I did not remember it. So it's gone. <laughs> so- some small child walking around holding his stomach going, oh, why? Exactly. It's actually right, Roger Paxton's that? son. I had him swallow the oh. <laughs> Wow. Poor, poor, poor Blodger Paxton. <laughs> did Wait, you guys, Roger Paxton's did son you guys see that video Roger? Did you guys see the video of Roger dancing? I did see that. <laughs> Doing a coordinated. We'll like, post that in the show notes of this program. Made my morning. I woke up like, oh, I don't want to go to goddamn work. And I saw that. I'm like, ah, my day's already better. By the way, did you introduce Rico yet? Or is he just happy? No, to- I, I can't. I told you anarchy, anarchy doesn't work. I'm Rico, now introduce yourself. Well, I can't because Howie and Brian never shut up. So I just figured I was going to watch some TV and listen to your strategy. podcast in the background. Yeah, but I'm here. You're just a live yes. guest. Of yeah. Rico actually sounds pretty good. I can see he's a good five feet away from his mic. At least. It actually sounds That's pretty a lot good. closer than normal. <laughs> Usually the microphone is in the shower upside down while Rico's in the other room. I have a feeling the microphone is in his laptop. <laughs> it's inside right here. The computer. You see it. <laughs> well, check I, I, I feel like you're not using that one. <laughs> Maybe. Might not be plugged in. I don't know. He's also the only one whose video is in no way. There's no head. There's like eight feet of head space and there's like not centered at all. It's just it's what? hilarious. Exactly. He doesn't even know what I'm talking about. That's why it's <laughs> funny. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Here. I'm not like a couple other people who couldn't make it. 
three other people. So oh, that's right. Other, there's only one person who's not here. Uh, what about the other two people who aren't here? Who is it? Who else oh, is here? Oh, yeah. uh, the well, they died. We'll get in, I, they're so irrelevant that I forgot about them. By the way, they we were, listen. you know, we were talking about like old clips uh, to pull up. I was I was listening to a Halloween show from uh, a few years ago. And yes, one one uh, Trent was, in fact, on there doing voices. I can't remember who he was doing the voice of, but he was on there. That was my most embarrassing ap- appearance. We had to cut one of Rico's Halloween appearances. It was so, <laughs> so racist. It was very racist. It wasn't racist. <laughs> it wasn't racist. It was just inconsiderate. Uh, it, was it was the timing it was, was bad. Do it, it hey, Rico. We won't say who it was of, but can you do a taste of the impression? <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> Maybe it was just part of his character for Halloween, his costume. What do you think someone who had never heard about this show before and someone was just like, you got to listen to this libertarian podcast, Lions of Liberty, that you'll learn right. a lot about liberty and a lot about libertarian principles, and they tune in and hear this. What are these people thinking right now? Well, they should know better than listen to a fifth anniversary show. What would they expect? Some sort of grand libertarian <laughs> it's a party. statement? We're supposed to drink. I'm also They're... drinking PBRs over here, I didn't get to mention. So that's happening. All right. Well, anyway. we can talk about libertarian stuff, Mark. You've got some topics, I'm sure. Topics? No, there are no topics. Have you been on one of these shows before? I forgot to mention, for those new to the show or old to the show, this is formally, I would say, um, maybe hopefully our grandest, possibly drunkest, we'll see how it goes, edition of our, I would say, our most popular segment at this point, Libertarians in Living Rooms Drinking Liquor. So I'm I'm very pleased to have you all here. We do have one more guest that will be joining us probably at an awkward moment sometime in the middle of the show when he gets home. What are those faces you're making, Ryan? I I hit something on my screen and it like... It started playing the live video. So I'm hearing both when I was like, ah, ah, what happened to me? Oh, it's yeah. fucking crazy. That sounds like something Rico would do. I did that yesterday when we were testing it out. Yeah. I was, I was like, that's what? why I'm not doing it today. <laughs> playing old all, podcasts. All no, I'm watching podcasts. myself react Ryan's to it. Porn clips start playing. <laughs> oh, please. I, I already know how to categorize and video play those for anybody that wants to come over and visit. Just make sure to hit the sh- screen share when that part happens. Yeah. So I guess so some people from my company are maybe getting fired because everybody is watching porn on their company laptops. Everybody Everyone? is. Were they, they bring <laughs> that, Appar- wait, at home or in the office or on the toilet? I mean, apparently, even if you have the laptop at home, you're not supposed to watch porn on it. Oh, that doesn't sound right. Luckily, like, like you're <laughs> like a personal laptop. You're not supposed to. No, it's or? the company one that they give you. Oh, of course, you're not supposed to. Like, yeah, I, I did <laughs> it. Too. Well, my like, boss, it, my boss just gave me a heads up. It's like, just so you know. <laughs> do they like look through your search history? Do they look history, or do they just know other ways? Like, Appara- delete apparently, your history? apparently, they can see everything going on in their company laptops. They're just watching the screen, and it's like, uh, well, <laughs> lucky for me, I don't know the password. So, everybody, what's well, like when those schools gave uh, people laptops? And then they found out that the school was like, watching the kids at home. Like they were literally watching them as they're using laptops that. at home. It was like the creepiest thing ever. So, yeah, I mean, my wife's got a laptop. She lives it open all the time. Every time I walk by it, I fucking close it. Like, nope. No, no, no way. I want, I want the, NSA, the NSA has to watch. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. What, what, Rico, what should I do? Put what on I it? said you should put like go on her internet browser and put on porn for and then when she opens it, like it's just she gets a good surprise. Or not. Rico like, banging his desk and his mic. He's the successful marriage from Rico. That's from his forthcoming book, I'm not married and have a kid. 
<laughs> that, marriage tips. Rico, that that trick reminds me of <laughs> that trick reminds me of when I played on you guys know Ty Crossman from our uh, fraternity. He asked, I must be the one that's not drunk yet. I think he, he, he asked, keep talking. I gotta hurry. He asked something. to borrow my car once, and I knew he was gonna be borrowing it later that night for like a date or some shit. So uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the band Electric Hellfire Club, but they have this one song that starts off. It's like pray to Satan, pray to Satan, pray to Satan. <laughs> Sounds like so I, I went in the car. I like got that queued up and I turned the volume up on the radio as loud as could be. <laughs> so when he went to get in my car, he, he was already a little bit afraid of me, I think. So he like he probably got in, started up the car and he just hears like blessing, like pray to Satan. Pray to Satan. <laughs> the funny part about that story is I've heard Ty tell that same story. I'm pretty sure about, about that. So That's I was fun. borrowing Howie's car and I get in. And the song comes on. It's just saying, "Pray to Satan, pray to Satan." <laughs> he probably thinks that's what you drive around listening to. Like, <laughs> that reminds me of uh, you guys. You know, back in the AOL Instant Messenger days, where everybody had it on their computer. This is for the younger members. You probably don't even know what this is anymore. But it was like, you know, just fucking Facebook Messenger. But everybody had it, and uh, people would go to the computer lounge because not everybody had computers to work on their term papers or whatever in college, and they'd log into their AIM. And I put in my link, so I went to Penn State, we I put in my link, this link that said Joe Paterno fired. But what it linked to was this video, <laughs> which spammed these two old men and one guy shoving both hands in the other guy's asshole and spreading it. Horrible image. And how does this it, get, how does no, this no, mix listen, up occur? Listen, listen, listen. So it clicks on this website and it spams the computer. You can't close the windows in time to shut it off. And it just spams the windows of your computer completely full of it while loudly going, hey, everybody, look at me. I'm looking at gay porno. In and a voice that sounds exactly like Oh, mine. I think I fell for that. So yeah. It was basically a virus. <laughs> How he created it. You, just, you had to turn your computer off. It. it wasn't a virus per se, but it was just, it was the funniest <laughs> thing. So people would just be in the computer lounge and all of a sudden it would go, hey, everybody, look at me. I'm looking at gay porno. <laughs> and they couldn't turn it off. Yeah, so that happened, that happened to me. Off. So they lose their it. term paper. Yeah, good. <laughs> uh, I doubt I was writing a term paper, but. Aim. Somebody's asking Aim what you this because we're doing a live broadcast through our Facebook page. This AIM is like is a drunk episode of We Are Libertarians, like 25 minutes of bullshit <laughs> before we talk about anything. I'm yeah. having a good time. Well, I don't you know. know about anybody. To I'm be fair, most of our episodes, we don't Karen. bullshit for 25 minutes. So that's, Yeah, you know oh. what? I think we're entitled to start yeah, a little bullshit. have a whole show of bullshit. And I don't even want to talk about the podcast the rest of the time now. And at least we're entertaining, right? You know, That's the big difference. <laughs> oh come now between us and we are libertarians is that what you're saying well hey the we are libertarians if you shorten it it says wall and that's the wall between us and them is a humor R rico have you heard their show before <laughs> no i haven't either <laughs> let's we'll do a review of the other league of liberty podcast maybe for a bonus pride show how about that there you go ah what the fuck you guys all of you not you guys i meant my friends in the league of liberty oh i i will like to let you know i have fox news on on mute and uh sean hannity is doing to laura ingram and they're doing their playful banter and it's i, love I was just it. it's even ask, better on i was mute. just gonna ask you for a hannity update they they <laughs> are cracking each other up whatever they're saying i can't wait to listen wait <laughs> are you dvring in the hotel uh <laughs> on demand somewhere I don't your know. internet sucks uh rico did you ever tell us what you were uh, <laughs> uh it's drinking or eating or anything i'm eat i ate a steak sandwich from the hotel bar and i'm yeah. drinking uh dos Equis that i picked up at the gas station on the way to the hotel this sounds like a rico meal to me 
if I ever knew one. So um, I was listening to the archives to uh, prepare for the show because I like to do some prep. Wow. Rico is, by, by the way, I should point out, over the years of the show, no one by far has been as prepared for any show as much as Rico. That's a fact. Not it's anymore. Conspiracy in fact, you're the only one that does research Actually, at all. Rico turned down a recent Electric Liberty Land appearance because he did not want to be prepared. <laughs> so, Yeah. Well, um, so in my first appearance, I completely made up that I was drinking. It was pretty funny. Not really funny. It, it was funny to me. Because um, I could, you said I you were drinking. Drink. And you All right. Well, I was I was in you a hotel. Again? No, I was in a hotel. I was on like the twentieth floor in this Hilton in New York, and the elevator wasn't working. So I had to take the steps up twenty flights of stairs, and then to get a drink, what it required me to walk back down <laughs> to the bar room and then service. walk back up. Yeah, room, room service, man. They earned that tip that way. I actually didn't think of that. I'm not. So one of the very first things Rico ever said on this show was oh, just a lie, total lie. Yeah. What did you I, say you were drinking? Rico, even, even your real I, name. I, I said <laughs> I said I was drinking eggnog, but Mark knew. He's like, that's quite the story you're crafting. Uh, <laughs> such a liar, Rico. It's like such a game. fraud. Yep. Well, at least I wasn't drinking hot tea like Howie in his first appearance. Was that but a lie too? That, one too? that was not my first appearance. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. I have it marked down. You were drinking down. hot Howie tea debut. in your first appearance? No, I never said it was It was probably coffee. Jesus Christ, I don't drink hot tea. You <laughs> <laughs> were a little under the weather. I probably was hungover or something. No. That, that's no, that's just... a funny, funny story. I uh, never get sick. If I ever say I'm sick, it means I'm really hungover. <laughs> so that was a lie too. Everyone probably, lies probably. after first appearance. It, it, if I say I'm sick, it means I like drank too much, and you know you got it in the in the workplace. You have to say you call that you're sick. I like I, I, actually, remember you could get like a excuse from class, at, like at Penn State. If, yeah. Like if you get like a doctor's note, or whatever. I just wouldn't go to class. Well, yeah, the one night our like our like medical thing, I ca- I called the number in the in the morning, and I gave them all the symptoms of being like real really hung <laughs> hung over, and they're like, "Were you drinking last night, sir?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> like how much? I'm a like, little I, bit. I drank a ton, and they're like, "Well, didn't you know that alcohol does?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever gotten the? Did they give you pamphlets then to read about like alcohol? No, but I, 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 I think I got one of those doctor notes like, oh, yeah, he can't make it to class today whenever he's not well. <laughs> Did you? I don't get he's so not were you well. really just trying to protect, like use a hangover as a as an official excuse or. What I, is- I, I was going to call to uh, like pretend I was sick and like get like an excuse. But then like Sam's like, hey, it'd be funny. Just describe being hungover and see if <laughs> like pretend you don't know alcohol does that. So I did. Why would you take a <laughs> class that has attendance? That was I don't know. Because yeah. you guys never went to your first two weeks of class. That was your big mistake in college. I, I only have went to go. The, I only went for the tests. <laughs> yeah, you have to go the first two weeks, and then you realize, oh, this class is going to require a lot of papers or attendance, <laughs> and then you drop it and get it uh, yeah. out of class. Yeah, that's, that's the, the key, key to college kids. You always Find schedule out. up to your max credits, I, you know, 18 always, credits, and then, yeah, drop I always one. got screwed with those big classes where you think they don't take attendance, and they don't. But what the trick is, they give like pop quizzes. So I'd like ace all my tests, but it's like, oh, you got a zero on 10 pop quizzes because you weren't <laughs> fucking there. God damn it. That'll do it. I was talking to, uh, you know, I was, I was talking to uh, 
Fergus Hodgson, and he was saying that I guess you can. He used to get paid to go to class for people to take notes. Like that was like a a cottage industry. I was like, that's Nitty fucking notes. awesome. Well, Nitty does, but 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 that's he would exactly get paid. What Nitty knows? No, no, people would specifically pay him. Like I think one person would pay him, like to go like on a per class basis or something like that and take notes. And I'm like, I'm like, they didn't take it. They didn't, I guess they don't even know if you're there. I was like, that's like, where you to get an education for free? Just go in the class, take notes. Do they ever like? Could you just go to any college really and do that? They don't ever fucking check. I've, I've people people say, don't care about the education. They care about you paying for a piece of paper. I've got to no. say, and I, I know I know Fergus is a listener, so maybe he's listening. I'm a little disappointed, Fergus. Oh, you know, he's listening. You have this one uh, customer being a capitalist. You got to expand that. You're taking notes for one person. Make it. Well, no, I think he was twenty people. For a service. He wasn't. He wasn't like I'm Fergus, the notes prostitute. That's not, <laughs> I wasn't a good New Zealand. I, I am Fergus, a notes prostitute. Hey, mate. I don't know. I can't do any deal. <laughs> it's terrible. It's so bad. <laughs> Does he type the notes? I don't know, man. The reason I ask is because when I was in the army, I was a sergeant and some of my troops. I wrote down some shit I needed them to do. And this fucking young kid is could not read cursive. I was like, I what? Think, oh, I don't think any kids can read cursive anymore. I was, they don't like, I, I, was anymore. I was dumbfounded. You, I'm like, you don't know how to read cursive. I don't know what? if I can read it anymore. To be honest with you, when is the Libertarian Party going to address the issue of children not being able to read cursive in our schools? If they're homeschooled, they probably know how to read cursive. Yeah. Well, it's just that was my next question. If you were going to homeschool your kids, would you actually teach them cursive? I would. Yeah, it's, like, I, it's, I write it's faster. Terribly. It's faster to write in cursive. It's better. I well, can't even write a big show I, that I don't I speak write in the least person. on. All right, all right, all right. I've got a libertarian topic. Howie, I want to. I have a libertarian topic. How many hours have you been drinking before the show started? <laughs> in fact, I want to go around the room. I have a suspected. I, I, I have a suspected order that it goes. I didn't in. know there would be a math test. <laughs> Approximately. I don't know. Three? Since, since like six Noon? o'clock. So okay, about three yeah. hours. Brian is my, is my second yeah, be guest for second hours, longest actually. drinker. Well, I started, I've only had three beers, but it's like a buddy hour, of mine was like, maybe? I just got a horribly dumped by my, by my girlfriend and I need to talk to somebody about it. And you have to drink. And he the, chose the, you? I don't know, man. Hey, who who talks about that? I guess kind you didn't of say it on air. But... Medium, I'm not going to say it on air. But no, and he's like, he's like, you got it. He's like, you need to drink during it though. And I was like, he's and like, I want to see your beer. And I was like, all right. I want to see your beer. I just wow. looked at my beer intense. that I was already drinking and said, okay. And I told him another, I told him an even worse story of woe from uh, somebody we all know from our fraternity, a close fraternity brother of ours. No, no, I'm Tom, not going to say the name of the story because it's too horrible to tell. A tale too does, tragic. Does there. he foam at the mouth? Yes, he does. Oh, <laughs> I, f- I finished my six pack and might have to go upstairs for some, bit. for some, liquor. I know who you're talking about. Now I want to know the story. I guess I'll, I'll, tell, you, I'll tell you all yeah. fair. Okay. Maybe a pride mm. bonus without naming names. Mm. Uh, maybe. Well, it, if we're not going to name <laughs> names, I mean, he doesn't listen to the show. He's a goddamn flaming liberal. I guess I could tell it. Well, well, don't don't, don't tell the story. That's all right. We'll, we'll you keep personal it's a horrible story. It's not even. It's not funny in any no, way. It's not okay. funny. It's horrible. Then we're not going to tell it. I don't want it. Let's try interested. to keep things up, upbeat. And all right. I've, I've, got, I've got a libertarian thing to talk about. Anyway. Okay. Well, this wonderful. I had a plan, but fuck it. This wonderful jewel vaporizer I'm using, apparently the FDA has given them like fucking 60 day notice. Them and other vape companies like you either stop making letting kids smoke vaporizers or uh, fucking banning them. That's what it said. The memo. uh, That is the the gist of it. But can you believe the memo? So they're going to step in. It's like so this product that's healthier than cigarettes. It's not going to give you cancer. Granted, it, it will reduce your lung capacity a bit. 
and you might get hooked on it like me, but it's still better. And I, I'm sorry, kids are buying it. Yeah, you're supposed to be 18 to buy it, but they're like putting on these companies to stop kids from using this product. Right. Yeah. Like, what are they going to have? You know, they already have all those stupid ass truth commercials that I see every time I turn the fucking TV. And I watch a lot of cartoons. I'm a man. And I see all these fucking stupid truth commercials that are now super anti-vaping, anti-this, anti-that, all this poor shit. Like, hey, what, what more are you supposed to do? I don't know. People like flavors, you know, like adults like flavors that taste good. Like, what are you going to make it like? Here's, uh, you know, <laughs> dirty, dirty, methetic asshole flavors. So the kids <laughs> don't want to smoke it. Only only old adults want to smoke that flavor. Like, what are you going to do? I would yeah. be curious what that tastes like. but <laughs> uh, Yeah, you'd be curious. You don't you know already. Why are you curious, Howie? <laughs> We are not that there's anything wrong with being curious. I said that flavor specifically because I knew that that was how he's known favorite. It's like, that's intriguing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to e-cigarettes, who cares if it's better or worse than regular cigarettes? I don't give a shit. I mean, if people want to smoke them, they can smoke them. Yeah, if it's worse it, for you, I don't care. But yeah, Every time like, I see those truth commercials, like not to smoke real cigarettes, I want to go buy some. Do you, remember how, do you remember how you tried to quit smoking in college by... Uh, Becoming addicted to uh, shut your Careful. goddamn mouth. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Right, I don't maybe want another, you. another one for the pride. Another one for the pride. Yeah. Patreon only. But yeah, but to how he's pointing things get like a little spicy. By the, the way, FDA. haven't even plugged the goddamn pride yet. Patreon.com slash Lions of Liberty if you want to hear stuff like this live as it happens and not days, days later. Like most of you are hearing this. Go that, on. Well, I'll say well, yeah, no, how one thing I'm gonna say the rest of the show. The, the fucking FDA saying that they like the FDA is threatening to literally, literally like shut F, like shut it down for everybody because kids are smoking. It's just the the dumbest goddamn thing I've ever heard. Like hey, you kids drink beer too. They're not threatening to shut down the alcohol industry. It's just because the social stigma is enough for for vaping and smoking that they feel entitled to do this, which is horseshit. And not to mention that nicotine has some positive things that it does too. Makes you well, smarter. Yeah, it increases your memory. You know, helps. I don't know. Well, it's not. Is it the? Yeah. <laughs> I forget what. I forget what. If you're schizophrenic, your memory and geez, I totally. Well, you know, if you're schizophrenic, else. it keeps like the hallucinations to a minimum, and you know, there's right. a lot of good things. You can so, do. so Mark, let me uh, ask you a question. Oh, okay. Let's flip <clears> this around. I, I had a whole plan, but we're not going to get to it at this point. So just ask away. So, so you started this uh, five years ago. Two years was basically. Now right. we're talking about. Yeah, go ahead. Now Two years is basically just you, right? Well, I mean, you brought us on, uh, you know, for LALDL and all that stuff. But so, why did you start the podcast in the first place? All right, now we're getting to what, no, seriously, I, like, the, the like whole... what I I know you recorded a thing with Kinsella, but like you didn't like have like a plan, like I'm going to start this podcast or uh, I did and didn't. So let, let's tip the clock back even further than the start of the podcast because we started this website. When I say we. At, at that time, it was myself, John, Brian, and uh, our friend Dom, and uh, he started. This, I, I say it. I say it like he's dead. Dom is alive and well. <laughs> Do we know that allegedly? Allegedly, we're actually not sure entirely, but I, th I think he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Dom, if you're listening, join the pride. <laughs> he liked my status the other day. All right, so he's alive. Oh. That's how I. Was your status, Dom? Like the status if you're alive. No, well, okay, let's set the work. clock way back, because we have obviously a lot of new listeners since we started not only the show, a lot of new people since we started the website, when who knows who even knew who we were back then, but 
we first started the website, I, I think essentially we were, uh, let's go all the way back, all right? 2007, 2008, uh, the Ron Paul campaign started. I started talking to Brian a bit about it. We both lived here in LA. And you can, f- by the way, hear this entire story in detail, uh, starting with on episode 52 of this podcast. So I'm going to name some podcasts. I'll link to all of them all in the show notes today, which you can find at lionsofliberty.com slash 366. And uh, I'll link to uh, the stuff that we mentioned. But episode, we called this episode zero. It was a two-part special. Uh, Lions of Liberty episode 52 and 53 and we basically all went through our entire stories of how we became libertarians how Lions of Liberty started so if you really want the very very detailed version of that go listen to those shows go find those in the show notes but the uh, briefer version is in around 2007, we started talking about Ron Paul, me and Brian, and then Odie lived in Riverside, and we had a very, very drunken evening uh, downing Double Jack and Cokes at this, yeah. a very seedy Riverside bar where I started yapping about this Ron Paul guy, and uh, you assumed he must be some weird liberal Democrat because he was anti-war. And no, I, was I assumed you war. were weird liberal, liberal Democrat. <laughs> yeah. Right, and anyway, and it kind of blew your Can mind I, to find uh, out. Yeah, yes, I, I've heard this story before, and I'm just wondering why you were in Riverside. Because I was dating a girl that lived there at the oh. time. She was actually pretty hot, from what I've I remember. I've always been thank you, Odie. Yeah. by that part of your story, why you just voluntarily went to Riverside. That's okay, fair, continue. It's a fair puzzling, yes. <laughs> anyway, that was, that the, was the only time Mark came to Riverside. We weren't even in Riverside. I think we were in, like, Temecula. I don't know where was, we were. It's just but, my way of saying down yeah. there in weird parts of California yeah. that people don't need to go to ever, really. So anyway... Yeah, we were there for that reason. And then, um, yeah, so we were talking about Ron Paul, and Odie's mind got blown, and then, um, yeah, and then he became a libertarian overnight, sort of. Took a couple pretty, years. Maybe. Pretty much overnight, yeah. That's I actually kind of true. It actually is sort of I started overnight. watching Ron Paul videos, and, like, the next day I was like, all right, I'm all in. So anyway... At first, we just started e- like an email chain, like sending Ron Paul videos. I had MySpace at the time. I would post like MySpace videos of Ron Paul every day or like YouTube videos on MySpace. We started this email chain. I think it probably just started off like me, Brian, and Odie. And then sometimes people just got added to it, like how he was on there because how he was already a libertarian, how he had started telling me about Ron Paul back in 2000 uh, or not even earlier than that, back when we first became friends in college in like 1998, probably. Uh, so I already knew who this guy was and already had introduction to libertarian ideas, how he handed me that Harry Brown book that uh, I think has traveled through different hands. <laughs> since Which one time. was it? Was it the prisoner of Azkaban or a different one? <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it was Harry Brown and the order of the Phoenix. I believe. <laughs> Harry Brown and the order of the porcupine. Harry, you're not very libertarian, Harry. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so uh, we this email chain basically kept going on and on to the point that it, it ended up being like almost 20 of our friends at one point. And then um, let's see. And uh, how he has disappeared. He is now just a brown chair. That's we're awesome. Gonna continue, we're going to continue. <laughs> I like that. Like when the we brown, didn't do video. By the way, our brown chair hasn't. Uh, I haven't seen him on Skype. I tried him out a few times. Back when we didn't do video, uh, we would never know when people would sneak away. But now we know that how he has snuck away. Anyway. Uh, anyway, this email chain was going on and on and on, and we would be, it would turn into, it started as a Ron Paul propaganda thing, I think, originally, we were just talking about Ron Paul, but it became, over time, it became philosophical discussions about, like, anarcho-capitalism, and JB got on there, and he was sort of like the liberal who was countering our viewpoints, but, you know, in a respectful way, and we were all already friends, but this, 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 uh, email chain grew so much that at some point, somebody was like, why don't we just start a blog, and, like, post some of these, I think I, I first said, let's start a blog, and then Odie actually, like, started I- it. Actually started it, yeah. Yeah, and then but we're, we're going to be selling actually.
actually those old email chain letters. You can buy them. Ooh, at- that's not a bad no. idea. It's <laughs> not the worst <laughs> idea in the world. It would be interesting to arc to find some of those and just send them to our Patreon people once in a while. Some yeah, lists, would be some some excerpts, <laughs> or maybe we'll read some in a. We could do like a special audio where we look through old chains and find interesting conversations and discuss them. That'd be an interesting. Yeah, we could segment. read them like in whoever said them can read it. And we can- <laughs> yeah, in their own, literally in their own voice. We'll bring well, on like did- spoken word. Did you ever find? Do we ever actually go? Do you know what idea about doing like how opinions have changed? Are we doing that? I don't know if I ever get to anything I was going to do. Maybe we will. I don't, it's possible. Well, continue, put, continue now put, the path. You're waxing going. poetic finish, about the yeah, finish your uh, keep going. Finish it off. Hey, if you guys want me to just go back and drink tequila, that's fine too. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Finish the thought. That was the thought. I'm done now. Uh, so basically. The chain turned into a blog, and then at some point, you asked me why I started the podcast. So, uh, t- forty-five minutes ago, so I started listening to a lot of podcasts because uh, I just found it a good way to, you know, do chores, go work out, uh, you know, do stuff pastime at work. And I started loving podcasts, so I started searching for libertarian podcasts, and there were none. Not literally none. There's like a boring NPR style, like Cato podcast that had no interest to me. Lou Rockwell had a podcast at the time, but he really did sporadic interviews. I wanted a podcast where I could show up The biggest libertarian website in the world, LouRockwell.com. Is that your impression? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. And uh, basically, I just wanted to start the podcast that I couldn't find at the end of the day. And uh, as I was thinking of, you know, how should I start a podcast, I had only barely started the research. Uh, again, we used to do a lot of blog posts, and I, like, I, I started getting into like um, you know, this, this guy Robert Wenzel had a popular, relatively popular blog, and he got into this sort of argument, or it was a debate he posted with Stefan Kinsella about intellectual property. And then I did, I wanted to do a po- uh, like a blog post about it, so I had emailed Stefan Kinsella a question or some other about intellectual property, and he basically emailed me back like, "Hey, why don't we just like do a Skype call and record it, and you record it if you want?" And that's when the light bulb kind of went off in my head. I was like, "Oh, record it if I want." why don't I just make this the podcast? Like, I don't know anything about doing it yet, but I'll buy a microphone. I had some friends, actually had some good friends that did a wrestling podcast that I will plug right now. Place to be podcast, uh, place to be nation, Justin Rosero. Those guys had a podcast that I listened to. So I started just asking them like, what did you do with this? What microphone did you buy? What service did you use? Yada, yada, yada. So I just kind of did what they did just to get it going. And I, I recorded my interview with Seven Catella. And you can go listen to that um, in the archives or in the show notes for this program at lionsofliberty.com slash 366. It's not, I think the interview, the content itself might be decent, but you know, I'm, I'm a terrible host at the time and probably as bad as I am now, or, but um, less drunk is the only difference. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically at the end of the day, and of course, right as I'm starting this podcast that I'm like, I'm going to make the libertarian interview podcast. It's going to be the one that every everyone goes to that. I think literally that same week, Tom Wood started the Tom Wood show, the five day a week interview podcast. So, you know, he got a little, he had a little bit of a head start on me with the, uh, the notoriety and the community. Um, but yeah, that, that's basically how it started. And we sort of evolved from there. And I just saw a little notification and a little new person in my screen here. And hopefully he can hear us now because we're going to welcome in impromptu Lee, man. We've all been waiting on Mr. JB Lubin, everybody. Hello. What? Really? Hello. He's, our, he's our podcast token, right? Hold on, right? wait. The triumphant and I don't mean, and you know, I know what you're thinking. No, I don't, I don't mean that. I mean, he's our token progressive convert. That's what I meant. Uh, true on both accounts. I'd token Frenchman. <laughs> token Frenchman. And Frenchman. You're true, on, multi- true on three accounts, I'd have to say. 
Triple Tokes, that's what we call him. Oh, wow. JB's got, again, always the worst possible video on JB. <laughs> well, I, I, I record in a very dark cave, you know. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, privy to all this camera talk when you guys decided to just start doing this, you know. Good God, JB. I'm not complaining. I think this is fantastic, but I don't have the studio set up for it. It was just funny. It's backlit too, so it's like just completely. Yeah, it's, it's everything like, I can about see it the glow terrible. off your glasses. That's it. Everything about it is terrible. But you know, on LOL East, it's pretty shitty over here. We don't have the resources they have out in La. <laughs> All the money goes to our Thousand West Coast branch. Thousand apologies to LOL West over there, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Someday we're gonna all. JB, be I think I think studios. I figured out why. Where'd you have a problem setting up your your boom arm before? I did. You got it set up. Well, no, I don't have the arm set up. I just have it on. <laughs> I mic think on I know how to fix it. Let's let's talk offline. I think I yeah, know that your seems more like an off-air kind of conversation. Well, thank God we took time out of this conversation today to talk about this and reference an offline conversation. The funny thing is, the 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 more off kilter this gets, the less I'm going to edit it. It's kind of a reverse. Well, Mark, just to, to shit on somebody else for a change, I'm only seeing half your face right now. So, oh, really? You have your face too. What? Really? Is that true for everybody? No, no. So I see, I see your whole face. It's probably because of the split screen or JB's <laughs> a weird computer or something. I, I, well, I, had, I, I, I see my whole face, out. man. I don't know what to tell you. I, can, I, can I, had, to, I had to do something. Up. Is this better I or worse? Yeah, Brian's centered now. Should I center myself from now on? Sure. I mean, that's the idea. Rico there, looks bored and tired. Can, there's someone <laughs> in your backyard, Brian. I can see them. They're, what are they doing? I really? Brian off incognito the problem is this yeah. this this computer screen's so big and i my desk is so big i can't arrange the microphone in a way that it's like it either has to be to the side of the screen like this coming in from the side so it's just it's too hard to center it up should this even air as a show have you ever has, not has it been that disastrous so entirely well, we can officially start the show with JB. My, Mark, just start it over, and we'll do You're the crazy. show from now. We're gonna, no, we're not I, I got to go to bed in like 20 minutes. It'll be a half an hour show. It'll be great. <laughs> but JB would be a good pivot point because uh, I was. we were actually just discussing how... Wait, did, you know, we, is JB recording his own track, Mark? You didn't even I, stop that? I don't care anymore because I'm not editing the show, <laughs> so it, it hardly matters. It's all staying in at this point. But yes. Anyway, <laughs> the logo is covering Rico's face, as uh, Ruth just pointed out in the chat. And uh, oh yeah, because it moved to Rico, and Rico does has terrible centering of his camera because Odie. Now that there's five people on the broadcast, it's gonna slide. so for the live feed we're doing for people with the video, <laughs> it's gonna slide around to different people. So when JB talks, it'll it'll put him on the screen, etc. <laughs> Rico's censored. Yeah, I like it. Anyway, I was just talking about how I was actually just talking about how you were sort of our our token progressive sort of counterpoint in the early days of the, the email chain JB that led, that eventually led to the blog that eventually led to the podcast. But, uh, am I, any, am I the only any... former progressive in, in the group now? Am I really, well, are you, all you guys leaned right before I, I went through a finding phase. The truth? I definitely I, leaned left more for a long while. Yeah. I, I was, I never, you never struck me, Brian, as a, a hardcore neocon when we were in college. <laughs> no, no, no. I was no. I always skewed left, especially because you know, like I, yeah, I always skewed to the left, and then I came back to uh, back a little bit with because I like George Bush uh, when he ran George W. Bush when he ran as non-empire ability, but then I hated him so much when he was in college that I went back to the left. Like when I came to California, I uh, I I didn't think I could vote yet, but I would have voted for Kerry over Bush at that point. But that was before I woke up to the fact that it's all bullshit anyway, and both these parties are fucking horseshit. So. 
It would be brilliant if we had planned the whole time for the Rico. The if Rico hadn't already been revealed once for the logo to be over Rico's face. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> but no, yeah, JB, you're right. I, mean, I think a lot of us were, though. I mean, you know, same thing with. I think almost everybody. Well, actually, a lot of the guys that are probably were a little bit more conservative, but I think most of us were left leaning, except maybe Trent. <laughs> yeah, was yeah like, Trent when is the only one they, who really stuck out. Like, I don't know. From my they, memory. Remember when we got Saddam? Like they got Saddam Hussein. Remember Trent was like, "They got Saddam. We got him." And I was like, "Who, fucking, who cares? I don't care. Who cares?" <laughs> Here's a CIA patsy hole. anyway, you fool. <laughs> Come on, exactly. I don't know. In in my lifetime, I went from anarchist to libertarian to Republican to back to libertarian to ANCAP. (laughs) I just wanted to cheers to AB because I'm drinking tequila. Cheers. He normally likes to do. And uh, I'm going to. I've got a single malt today, but I I feel the tequila spirit. It's it's my second favorite liquor after whiskey. (laughs) I respect it very much. But uh, do, do you have any fond recollections, JB, of, of those email chain day, day, days, even when I'd be arguing for like some ANCAP bullshit and you'd be like, that's some bullshit. Oh, most <laughs> that's, my, fun. that's my summary. One thing you, you, you guys all probably know about me is that I love arguing. I don't see it as like a, a, a troublesome thing. I see it no, as an fantastic. activity. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a sport. Arguing about right. something you feel strongly about is entertainment to me. Totally. So those those email chains where you guys were on opposite sides of the fence where I was were like highlights of my day, really. <laughs> you know, it was fun to me. You know, it wasn't no trouble. I didn't get heated over it. I didn't cry in my cereal afterwards or anything. It's just, <laughs> you know, like stress, like flexing your philosophical muscle is like what I like to do, you know. And and lo and behold, you guys won. I guess. What can yeah, I say? We, won. we did <laughs> it. You know, I, I like arguing. We did too. have the advantage of having everybody uh, one side ideologically, but I give you so much credit though for sticking around when you're like, you know, because that's that does suck if you're the one voice that's like, well, I don't know, guys, but you know, I mean, but I, it took a compelling I, argument. I around, yeah. well, we, we have had because a certain fraternity brother in, Trust me, in the if forum I didn't love arguing so much. I probably would have left the chain a long time ago. <laughs> We, well, we have had a certain fraternity convert. brother in the forum who's, I think, slowly. It's been the slowest progression ever to libertarian I've ever Jane. seen. I won't say his name. You know who I'm talking we about. We can say Jason, and people can figure it out from there. Yeah, yeah. He does. Yeah. Are you talking about for tailgates? Am okay. I going to say Birdsell right now? Am I going to yeah. be the one who has to say it? Yes, Birdsell. Well, it's funny because he. Always, <laughs> so we have one. We have one fraternity brother who's a part of our forum, the Lions Liberty Forum. You could join it by going to Facebook. Just type it in. Uh, tell us where you heard about the show. But he would he posts these articles and sometimes he posts them without comment, sometimes with comment. But half of them, you're like, is he just trying to be a dumb dick or is he actually <laughs> like uh, is this actually some little libertarian value that's in here? Because he just he hasn't been won over enough. Like his heart of heart still wants to be liberal. But the logic side of his brain has been won over by the libertarian arguments over time. I think that's accurate. Yeah, I think he's so. in an inner, a constant inner struggle. Which is fine. I, I want to call in, c- cause inner struggles with people. That's the whole point. That's why I do this damn show. Anyway, I just want to see people struggle. I'm That's gonna take, we're gonna take a fast trip down memory lane. And try to hit some key key highlights because I, d- I did that first episode. I actually wanted to ask you guys, Brian and Odie specifically, uh, what did you guys think when you first a when I first like said I was just gonna start a podcast and b like when you first heard the first episode and if you say it sucks, I will not be upset because I was terrible at the first. We you have to be terrible sometimes to uh to get to being even remotely acceptable. But uh, feel well, free, of take it away. Either you. You don't. You don't become fucking Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo overnight. You have to suck yeah. when you're a kid. 
There you go. I, I, I guess. Gonna, I guess I'll go first. I'm so, a 33 year old kid. I, honestly, I don't remember what I thought of the first episode. I, I, I mean, Did I think you even probably listen, have you ever listened to it yet. Either? <laughs> probably what I thought was uh, Stefan Kinsella. I mean, the guy, the guy can fucking talk, and he does not do a great job of communicating complex ideas to a more, uh, I don't know, an audience that is still learning about what he's talking about. Yeah, so. talk about the worst first guest ever. <laughs> like, wow. Hey, why well, to launch this new podcast and explain you're tuning in? Talking about intellectual property, right? In to hear that. Yeah, why don't you just tell him to fuck himself at this point? <laughs> you might as well. Yeah, well, you know what? Whatever. But uh, <laughs> other, than, other than that, I mean, at the time we were still very invested in the website in the in the morning the we morning roar. We're like Remember blogs that. are the future. We're and like... <laughs> Brian and I, because you were you were doing the podcast, we were like, all right, Mark, run with that. Brian and I are gonna. Make this morning roar work, and it was five days a fucking week. A morning roar, baby. There would we be three, a, three a stories, three news stories. We would like at first it started out like we'll say a couple sentences about it, but of course it turned into like delving into like libertarian <laughs> philosophy <laughs> and linking writing this things. long fucking blog post. Yeah. It was it would take like two or three hours every night to do. And, I mean, and by let's the way, let's, it up, let's not forget when we went through and we did. We had a, we were actually going to publish, but it became too much of a pain in the ass. We were going to publish a book when Ron Ron Paul's. Uh, <laughs> Was it 25? Ron you know, Fox. we did that whole speech. I can't remember what it's called now. We went through each one point by point and, and yeah. went through them in depth and dove in it. We were going to publish our ebook. And it we was like Ron up. Paul's 32 questions. Why, why didn't you? Or something. I, I proofread it. It seemed pretty good. Why don't you publish it? We just well, should. We still should. Really. You know, yes, going through now, it would be like a time capsule. Cause cause there, I don't like reading. Thing. When I read stuff I wrote five years ago, I'm like, either I will disagree with certain takes on it and like uh, the general philosophy I agree with, but I think my take on it wasn't always great. And then obviously like the way I word things, I can make you cringe. Cause your, your brain is actually completely changes like every three years. So like yeah. when you read stuff or hear yourself from years earlier, it is almost literally like you're hearing from a different person and it's just weird. I don't know. I don't like it, yeah. but we can still release it to the pride. Maybe another, another benefit for joining us, paying yeah, us. On maybe Patreon. we should. Why we not? can do we... excerpts. I like this hey, excerpts hey, idea. You guys I, give I, us money. Think less of us. Here you go. <laughs> no, I, like, I, I, don't, I don't think JB was on yet, but we had an idea to go back through that old email chain and find certain like excerpts. Cause I have all this stuff in Google. I've, I've come upon it and like read, uh, read like stuff that we said to each other, but in our, like our own voices, like a, like a play. <laughs> I'm gonna take so the laughter's meaning that you like it. So we could do like an it's argument with JB, where JB is arguing for gun control, emails. and it would be like, right, be hilarious, yeah, right, pretty much. So yeah, I did episode one, and uh, my idea the whole time was I did want to have like a roundtable type format. So I always had the idea in my head of like bringing you guys on. So it, we first did that in episode eight, which I'll also link to. For some reason, I did it in two parts in one episode. I had an interview with Chris Orsini. And then the second half of the episode, at that time, what I called it then was a whiskey chat. We're supposed to sit around, drink whiskey, and talk about some political subject of the day. So it was me and then Brian and Odie both made their podcast debut. Brian was fit- physically sitting next to me in my house at that, at that time. Sharing the Yeti mic, which is which- by the way, mic. I listened to some of the Not old episodes, idea. and it's literally you could sure. hear me on the right hand side, and you could hear you on the left hand side as oh, wow. you listen to the mics. We're in the same room, and it was split split uh, inputs. Well, yeah, and our editor at the time probably didn't put them out the way they needed to be. We don't need to go into that. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so we did a whiskey chat about Rand Paul. Do you guys do you guys remember that? And you guys can you know Rico, was, just keep just keep eating chips. I don't remember yeah, that at all. Chips. Oh, I I was just with, uh, waiting for a pause in the conversation, but that wasn't coming. Um, it was pretty f- interesting how much 
Uh, there was a lot of Rand Paul bashing at the time. You were Ron very Paul critical, hypercritical hyper critical of Rand Paul. Oh, Rand Paul. Right? Yep. Yeah. Well, he deserved it at the time, I yeah. think. I think he was being. He seems was, he was, I, it seems a little ironic considering the current climate we're in. Um, but whatever. I mean, he's you're evaluating him under the libertarian lens, so that's fair enough. But I <laughs> listening to the old um, episodes, I just kept chuckling when. I was listening to the first whiskey chat where Brian and Odie were referencing articles they wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Articles they wrote. Yes. Like in an article I just wrote and got a lot of flack for. I was wondering though, is it less work now just doing a podcast or is it more work? Oh, it's way more. Well, it's different. It's more work. Different work. I don't know. It's I mean, for my, you guys do more. I mean, I guys do a half the interviews half the time. Um, So for me, if I'm just, shooting my own shit it's a, it's just doing the research ahead of time and uh, finding the stories but i don't have to do the most of the setup i think it's more of a pain in the ass if you have a guest and you have to like prep for the questions for the guest have the guest in reddit make sure like that's a bigger pain in the ass so that it takes a little bit more time but i mean writing those articles took a good two hours a day i think like at first the podcast was a lot more work because i had no idea what i was well i didn't edit the first couple ones first whatever 20 30 40 we had uh, <laughs> Evelyn, wherever she's from. and Oh, yeah, Czechoslovakia and Evelyn. Czechoslovakia or wherever, the Czech Republic. But we edit our, all our own stuff uh, now, pretty much, for the most part. Now Odie so, just, just farms out dick pics to her. No, no episodes. <laughs> and so, I think, I st- I and think I still pay her pause. money. I don't get it. But it's, <laughs> I'm take a pause, and I think you guys are seriously underselling yourselves because as a not a regular host, as you three are, but a regular contributor, this is work. It takes a lot of work, like just not even the recording, but even the prep time for like, like a is this a crime? Like reading these articles and trying to get the background. Sometimes I'm I'm reading fucking Supreme Court fucking rulings <laughs> from 60 years ago just to get a better perspective on something that I'm going to say 30 <laughs> seconds of information on. Like, That's why I bring you on, a JB, lot of time and work. effort. I, yeah. I didn't do that kind of work. Everything for, you guys uh, do takes lots of time and effort to make good. Good is not easy. Good takes effort. Yeah. And you guys I just shoot for adequate it. for the most part. You guys really put the effort in, and I think you're selling yourself short. I really well, I think, think like when it comes to doing interviews, like, yeah. and Mark, well, I mean, you. Mark's done more interviews than I have. So, Tearing I mean, up right de- definitely chime in on this, Mark. But when I first started out, like interviewing someone, I would basically script out everything, every question I was going to ask, like maybe like what I'll say back, like a couple things, a couple points. Maybe he says this, I'll say this back. Now I'll still write and some questions. And then I'll say, that was a good point. That was a good point. <laughs> but now, like, I, I'll have a sheet of questions. I won't even look at it half the time. I mean, I think a lot of it is because most of it's on video now. So you're just, like, having a conversation with someone. You're looking them, looking right at them. So you can kind and of And also read. your experience. You, how, many, how many Felony Fridays have you done? Do you need the same amount of prep from Felony Friday 5 as until the next one? Oh no! Yeah, it's yeah, of that's, course it's not. A huge, yeah, so, a lot yeah, less so, prep. yeah, yeah. Experience well, makes less work, but doesn't mean like it, it. It took effort to get to the point where you are today, where like this is a piece of cake. That was oh, not without trial. You know, I, I used to bring on people that had written. I mean, I still do bring on people that have written books, but I used to a like read a whole book every time, I, and I still often will read. Guess you know if they have a new book that came out. I might not get through the whole thing. I might read a few chapters before the interview and then just ask some questions from there. But I used to read whole books. I used to 
script out like 15, 20 questions. Uh, I used to uh, just I spend so much time like reading articles they've written about various subjects, rebuttals to those articles to see what other people had said about them. Like I came in so prepared and it's not that I'm unprepared now. I think I've just learned that I need to know some basics about people, but really I, I like the questions that I come up with to be more organic anyway. So I like the questions to just be the questions I think of like the questions I'll have some basic talking points I want to try to get to, but if we don't get to them in some way, that's fine. I just want to let conversations go where they go now. And I think that's a, that's definitely a developed skill. Like in the, mm-hmm. I could not have done that in the beginning. I mean, that, that can tell interview. I had to just like move on to the other question I had planned as opposed to, and, and what's great is the, by, I guess by, you know, after a year plus, cause I was just doing it once a week by myself for, for the beginning. And I had Tom Woods on. And uh, after that interview, I, I remember Tom Woods, he, he told me and he, I, he let me use this quote. Um, and um, I don't remember exactly what episode it was, 60-something, but uh, I'll post that in the show notes. Mark, like the secret 60. to a good podcast is a tightly shaven scrotum. I know, you told me the story. That's why I went to podcast. <laughs> and, and that is exactly what Tom Woods told Harry's me. Harry's Razors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Harry's We just plugged Harry's Razors. If you're a fan of shaving and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, use Tom Woods' link, all right? He's not, not our sponsor, so thank you, Tom. But Tom Smooth actually told me, you know. as cue balls. Tom, Tom <laughs> said, I don't know how much Tom Woods wants to be associated with this conversation about uh, Shodom scraping. Scra- None whatsoever. Shaving. And this is why I love libertarians in the living room drinking liquor, my favorite, because it just goes off the rails every single time. Off and the uh, it's a blast. I think it goes this, off the I, rails. I think this fight your anniversary <laughs> should, should be called Shodom scraping. This is a party. <laughs> Shodom scraping it is, baby. Come on. Um, I don't know. I anyway, so I'm okay. What with Tom that. said was that it was refreshing to be on a show where the interviewer was not just reading a list of scripted questions in order and was actually, you know, having a conversation. And that was my intention with the show. That was like my idea behind the interviews. And obviously, I wasn't there in the beginning. But to know that by the time I got to Tom Woods. I was having the, at least the kind of conversations I wanted to have. And that he said that unprompted was just like probably my best moment in podcasting that that's when I said, okay, if Tom Wood says this about me and I didn't even ask him to say it, then I'm at least on the right direction. Well, you know, so like, that we're was talking about, like, you know, some of our favorite shows we've done. And, you know, for me, you know, I never we, asked we you that, talk but go, go on. Well, we're talking about, about what, you know, <laughs> we were talking about what to do with this episode, right? We were talking about email back and forth, like, what's your favorite shit? And I was like, they like, you know, like we did a, the Johnny Rocket Thanksgiving shows. We do those every year. Those are fun. You know, we do our, these, these shows are always fun. And then the one we did live with Jason Stapleton and Dave Smith here in LA was an awesome show. It's just, you know, it's just like people talking back and forth. They're like wacky shit happens, but it's general, legit, good conversation, you know, from a libertarian standpoint. And you know, like you're saying, it's like the conversation is what's interesting. You know, anybody can ask. It's like they could go on a fucking news show and get asked simple, straightforward questions. But you need somebody with the intellect, the intelligence and sense of humor to actually have a good conversation with them and make it interesting for the listener. And now we plug conversation mat time. If- yes. <laughs> You want to learn how to talk commercial like voice is fucking spot on on that. Right. What, what's Brian, the name of that? Like, like, it's I've like got, perfect. I've got the pipes, baby. What's the name of that? Like, <laughs> what's the name of that? Like Roman dude. You in the conversation about time. Uh, Archilochus. Archilochus. I was going to take you to say Archilochus. I wanted to kill Bobby. He's like, Applebee's. I was like, really? You got to choose this this fucking stupid name. You can't just be like, uh, you know, uh, Homer. <laughs> you can't do Aristotle. The first time yeah, I heard that ass. Homer went through a lot of shit. You know, the first and, uh, time I heard that ad, I was floored. You pronounced the name Aquinas right. Septimius once said. <laughs> it was impossible. It took 45 takes. 
Well, well, well. Anyway, well, you speaking of your favorite uh, shows, Brian. Oh no! So yeah, so <laughs> I was just like, you know, and also I, I mentioned the Halloween shows. They are always oh, yeah. Hilarious. Those are my favorite shows. If you haven't heard our Halloween episodes, I will link to all of them in the show notes or some of them if I'm lazy. Uh, that, they're, that's they're my favorite the, uh, shows. Missing episode. My, my, that's my episode that you had to cut like 20 minutes of. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. Rico's yeah, Rico's very uh, broken up. Rico is uh, spot on. Is, spot on impression during that. Well, we will definitely be doing another one this year. So we should actually ask people for feedback. If anybody wants a special impression, special guest to appear on that show, get them out now because we're going to be recording it probably in a couple of weeks. You can just make requests. Speaking of impressions, I think one of my favorite things on these shows, LALDLs and the like, is the uh, Brian McWilliams, Howie Snowden impression. So can we just get one of those for, for old time's sake? I don't know. That, that is my I, favorite. I don't know if I, Howie wants to hear his impression. I mean, I mean, yeah, Howie's sitting right there. He's drunk already. Howie, maybe you should go take a pee. What did I do? Maybe I should. How- <laughs> Howie does take a lot of pee. I will say that. Oh, it's totally so they good. Get rid of the vaping. I like vaping more than I like smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking FDA. So yeah, we've known I each like other for a while. I like how it it sounds more and more every time like Kim Jong Un and not yes. Howie. It's it's better. I want to hear some Kim Jong Un talking to Bill Weld. If Bill Weld became president and he had the summit with Kim Jong Un, how would it have gone? So, let, so let's presume Bill uh, Bill Weld wins the Libertarian candidacy for president, and then gets to be made president, right? And he's talking to Kim Jong Un. Is that what I think you want to hear? Rico? That's so, what we'd like to hear, <laughs> Mister uh, Mister <laughs> Kim Jong Un. It's a pleasure to be invited to North Korea, and I appreciate all of your efforts to uh, denuclearize. Yeah, Mr. P. Weld, it's a pleasure to meet you as well. I, uh, I left with you, Gary Johnson, did before, and we see we're still, uh, Gary Johnson, we're still in the picture. Because gentlemen, a- gentlemen, gentlemen, it's it's me. Hey, hold on a second. I think I can settle this. Why don't you guys just share some nice edibles oh, with my shit. friend here, Bill Weld, because I'm your good buddy, a fiscally conservative, socially liberal Gary the, Johnson. How the fuck is Gary Johnson? Johnson, yo, somebody stop Gary Johnson to a. I tell you, gotta shoot him, get shot in the face. The problem, no, Gary, no, no. the problem, Kim Gary, is there's not enough edibles for everybody. Everybody in the United States of America should have access to the same cannabis sativa. Fine products every single day. Cannabis for all. Thank you very much. That was my that's, that's Bernie's enough, taste. We'll say that, that was my Halloween. Bernie Trump. That was my Bernie Trump. <laughs> Bernie Mark, Trump you know, came out of your, nowhere. Your there. Bernie's pretty good. Mark, you know I that so. I don't like actually know what Gary Johnson sounds like in my head. Don't, every time I read something about Gary Johnson, your impression of him is playing in Me my too. head while I read the words. I, I don't, don't know, know what he actually sounds speak. like. All I ever hear is your impression. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's, that's, that's what Gary Johnson sounds like to me. What is Aleppo? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Every what? time he does anything, that's what I hear in my head. Check out our well, It's probably because he's running org, he's running TV? for Senate and has found a way to not be interviewed at all while he's running. I have, have it, has anyone seen him interviewed one time no. during the Senate, Senate of, run? Senator of what? Surprised I haven't. What was, America. It, what was he governor of, of, of New Mexico, Mexico, right? New Mexico. Mexico. You didn't know that? Yeah. yeah, I did. I just said it like right before you did, but I said Nevada. <laughs> they're they're pretty close by. You know, all those western states melt together, those fucking square states. Yeah. 
JB's racist against the Western Americans. <laughs> it's, I, I really it's basically, it's basically <laughs> California, <laughs> America. If you're if you weren't, they didn't even sign the Constitution. You don't exist, as far as I can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've covered a lot of ground. I think we covered. Uh, we talked about our Halloween special a lot of impressions. <laughs> talked about some of our favorite stuff. Uh, I don't know if we talked too much about. Well, why don't we just touch on why you guys started your own shows? Other than that, I wanted more podcasts and didn't want to do them, which is the main reason. But uh, all right, I think o- o- Odie go first because he started first. You had the, the a little bit Friday behind the curtain, column. Mark. Just a What's little that? bit behind the curtain. Uh, you know, I don't. I mean, I started it current, like no for current. for a while. Mark was like, "Yeah, but you know, you guys are both start so shows. You could start a show about fishing or hunting or whatever. It like? doesn't matter." Fishing? I'm like, "Well, that doesn't really that? make sense. I can't <laughs> talk about fishing or hunting." <laughs> <laughs> what? Did I say that? Started about anything. I don't the care. first Felony Friday was literally John hunting and skinning a buck, and he did not know how to do it. It was just him going, "I just, I didn't want to kill it, and now my hands are covered in blood." I'm a felon. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I like honey, but I can't talk about it for a half hour. But uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I was writing. Obviously, I was passionate about the criminal justice system. I had some contacts in the industry, and like when I first started out, I didn't even think I was going to have guests on. I thought it was going to be like sort of the uh, "is it a crime" type stuff, uh, which it was a twinkle, twinkle in my eye back then. I didn't uh, <laughs> just call it like felony review or something like that. Fastest growing game show in the country, John. Yeah, fastest growing game show in the country. That's exactly right. <laughs> and it's and there's actually people that get pissed off when I say that. Like, is that because all the other game shows are game like show, years old? John. Is that? No. What'd you say, the, JB? It has not that because all the other game shows are years. seventy years old. Maybe no. There was there was some. <laughs> I don't know who it was. Somebody in the forum was like, "Well, you know what? It's not even a game show, and this other <laughs> podcast I listen to has an actual game show on it. So theirs is the real game show." I'm like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Whatever. Yeah, but exactly. it's. Uh, I don't know. So when, once I started interviewing people and getting into that, it was just really interesting, and I started to realize when I. When I first started interviewing people that had been to prison and had been through that shit for doing nothing wrong, for just like selling a plant or even just being involved on a conspiracy level, just talking to someone on the phone, I was like, this shit is crazy. I need to I need to do this full time. I need to bring on as many people as possible to get their stories out there. And that's that's what I've tried to do. And I also you know, I'll talk to activists and, and people like that. Who are trying to reform the system, but I don't really think there's another podcast out there like Felony Friday. There are other criminal justice podcasts, but it just kind of evolved evolved on its own. Um, from the, uh, I always forget that I wrote that Felony Friday column for like two years, but go back and read those if you want to. They're probably pretty shitty, but <laughs> <laughs> check them out. It was no English major, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was an English major, and uh, and look at you now. Yeah, look at me now. Uh, no, I uh, I wanted to start my show because I have a passion for mispronouncing names and misremembering <laughs> things. <laughs> no, I don't know. I want to share it with the world. Yeah, well, it seemed like a natural progression. You know, the, Mark's podcast, uh, the flagship, was growing. You know, Felony Friday had gotten popularity. It just seemed to make sense. I said, okay, you know what? We have enough listeners. It makes sense to do another third show. I'm the third lion that's active uh you know in this thing so and, and you know, most I, responsible third most responsible <laughs> so and also you know, like this pulls up with a, another an bottle of god knows what yeah. <laughs> it looks like uh or no jack daniels how but he no, just disappears and returns with new bottles of yeah right 
<laughs> I would have bourbon right now, but I'm out of bourbon. I drank it all. Um, so, but no, like it was kind of one of those things where it worked well because we, you know, we talk about the fact that it's a variety show and it worked really well because, you know, we're all funny guys, but you know, I'm doing stand up. It's easy for me to go on and kind of do that, the comedy aspect of it. And, you know, I'm just a guy that gets pissed off about a lot of shit. So it's easy for me to find stories to get That's pissed accurate. off about and, uh, and talk about them and, you know, certain people have uh, the gift of just kind of being able to to talk extemporaneously and uh, and crack jokes. And fortunately, it's worked out. So, you know, I took it. I wouldn't have been able to do it without the background writing and looking at John and Odie and what they were doing for their podcast. And then John, saying, OK, John and Odie. My two main I'm, favorite lines of Liberty I'm are now, John and Odie. I'm now. I like uh, that. Wait, I'm now seven, six beers in. So I'm now seven beers in. Yeah, I finished my six pack and moved to Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. All right, Howie. Well, I, I think we're probably going to wind things down pretty soon. But Howie, why don't you get some some licks in here, some thoughts in about uh, when you went from transition from just listening to the podcast to actually uh, being an active drunk participant. Any, 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 any yeah. So, I mean, we all used to argue about libertarian. Well, I was arguing libertarian port in college trying to like convert y'all and eventually you guys start doing this shit writing articles start the website you're like oh what you should write I done you're like you should write some articles i'm like yeah yeah i'm not doing that and then so you, you started the you started the podcast and I, I don't think i heard the first few but then when you got uh glenn jacobs on it's like, what? It's like, let me check this out. And I listened to it. And like, he won't come back now. We had 10 listeners then. Now we, yeah, well, that was the one that was the one that got me in. So that I listened to that and I've listened to every single one like since then. And I'm just so impressed with what you've done with the show. It's just a big superstar. It's gotten, I don't know how, I mean, I got Glenn Jacobs episode six. I just emailed him. I was like, Hey, I started this yeah. podcast. I want to be on it. He was like, sure. What are you doing later? I so like, I missed, <laughs> I missed, I missed five episodes. I'm a busy guy. What can I say? I'm sorry. I'll be best That's friends. Glenn Jacobs. Unfortunately, <laughs> podcasts don't live on. There's no way to access them after they air. So, <laughs> so, so my, my, fa- my favorite, my favorite podcast, like number one, some of the awesome guests you've had on, like, I love every time Scott Horton's on. He's the best on the most important issue. Just like, like last week. Like the Tom yep. Woods one's great. Um, Odie's Felony Friday is awesome. I, I was super psyched when you had Juanita Broderick on. That was an amazing episode. Yep. Brian just fucking cracks me up every week. because I like forget it's Wednesday. Then I see in my podcatcher ELL pop up and I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, sweet. <laughs> like the recent one with Owen Benjamin. That was great. Oh, yeah, man. But, uh, Owen's I mean, awesome. The show is just amazing. It keeps getting better and better. I'm and now I have that fucker's cell phone number, so I'll get him on more. I'm glad the parts that I take part in that I really love, like whenever we do LILDL and conspiracy corners are a fucking blast. It's good times. I mean, it, it is work, but it's fun work and it's worthwhile work. Hopefully we're changing some hearts and minds out there. Another big reason to join the Lions of Liberty Pride and support us on Patreon. I have not done that much plugging today, but patreon.com slash Lions of Liberty is how you can sign up, help this show grow, and hear the show that uh, Howie just referenced. 
conspiracy corner as he chugs as he just slams this whiskey. Yeah, that was awesome. For those in our uh, our pride, and another reason got the whiskey face reason, though after exactly. Well, and another reason to join Patreon is so you can see some, our video content. Everybody at ten bucks or higher gets uh, anything we do in video. Plus, uh, I mean, this is just for everybody. This is just for being in the Facebook group. Everybody gets to see this one live. So Howie just slammed a bunch of whiskey. Um, to <laughs> but the also, point that, don't forget, Mark Scott Horton. I mean, we're just talking Scott. He was just he was the last guest on your conspiracy corner. You guys talked some conspiracy. Uh, for our patrons just this week, so pretty rad. Yeah, we got a, a, several new patrons. We need, after we, need that more, show we, need, we should get more guests doing conspiracy corner shit. Actually, yeah, good, I agree. I think I, I think I might just start doing that. What I got like Tom I Woods on a conspiracy Owen corner. Benjamin, That'd be awesome. Man. Owen Benjamin, I guarantee, you, would be all over conspiracy talk. Maybe that should be our thing. We should just try to do a conspiracy corner with anybody, like random people that w- you wouldn't think would have any connection. Everyone's got some thoughts, even if it's just skepticism. Ha- on have you ever tried to get a Greg Carwood on the show? He's been on the show, Howie. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, that was an early episode, right? Wasn't he on maybe pretty I'll, early? Maybe I'll get him back. It was fairly, it was in the hundreds. Yeah. But he, somewhere well, you there. weren't really talking yeah. about conspiracy stuff, were you? His appearance yeah, that was what we did on the show. I talked about his show. He's the reason I listened to his show. <laughs> It was uh, yeah. episode 174, Lions Liberty episode 174. That's probably why I listened to his show. show too, but yeah, I, just, exactly. I just don't remember. Yeah, exactly. it. <laughs> See, Greg, I gave you at least a couple listeners. So listen sometimes. Hey, something. He'll take it. Let's get Dan Smots back on too. Who? Who's that? Or is it Don Smots? I'm sorry. Dan, Dan of course, <laughs> gave us a... Don Smots! Dan, of course, has remixed the original music into the current theme song that you now hear of Lions Liberty. Also done a lot of graphics and designed all of our t-shirts. So I will give a, a plug to Dan Smots' System is Down podcast. I Be sure will... to check it out. But he has to make the shirt about Rico. Uh, we do need, need the need Rico, Rico and Chip shirt in exchange Rico for Rico loves plug. Chip shirt with the Lay's... So, <laughs> I like kettle chips. Too bad. I'm telling you. For, for me, for me, it's salt and vinegar or nothing. You like your chips? I like sour cream and onion also. Well, I hate barbecue on the chips. Barbecue sacks. chips are terrible. Yeah, barbecue salt, chips are terrible. Thank you. Barbecue chips are what they made before they knew how to make chips. I agree. Right? If you go to Rico, Rico said that's what they made chip flavor before they knew how to make chip flavors. And I agree with them. They're like, ah, throw some it's fucking barbecue flavor. shit on it. Eh, it doesn't even care. taste like barbecue, though. It just tastes like asshole. Yeah, it's terrible. If you eat barbecue chips, you're not a libertarian. <laughs> Can I have my own show about chips? Is there enough to talk about? Maybe we should make a Lions of Liberty Rico brand chips, like Rico chips. What about Rico flavored chips, like Lay's does with the special <laughs> flavors? Fla- what is Rico flavor? What is Rico? Uh, taste it would like? taste like bay seasoning Anyone? and sadness. Anyone? It would taste <laughs> like Puerto Rico. What does Rico taste like? Why, why are you asking Howie that? <laughs> this is getting way too weird for me. This feels like a bonus show anyway at this point. Well, what's um, a Puerto Rican flavor? Uh, water? Too soon? No. Way too soon. Well, did you see it just came out that like that like a million pallets of water that were shipped down there the hurricane they just didn't use them. They're They're just just sitting sitting on the runway on an airport. Yeah, I just I was talking about this at ELL. Yeah, it's like I can't wait to see how many people say like, oh, this is why we need more shit for FEMA when this fucking Hurricane Florence hits. It's like. Oh, wait, more waste, more fucking. Or this action? is why FEMA is not what we should be oh. using as our way to, you know, rely on emergency preparedness. Right, no shit. Would be my takeaway. Still so Trump's why do you fault. hate poor people? <laughs> <laughs> Back to the real question: Why do you hate the poor? Um, guys, I think we're gonna wrap this up. We might do a little bonus show if we want to stick on for a bit, but uh, I think it's time. This is already probably the longest, actually, 
main show we've ever I'll done. keep drinking, but I got to pee, so you wrap it I up. I got to pee and get another beer, so. Well, yeah, I, I, no, we'll I wrap up the show first, because we're oh, going to do our sign-off. All right, fine. Are we going to clap We got to do, do at least one sign-off. Do we have to clap again? I haven't done this sign-off in, like, years, <laughs> I don't know. Really? Do it. A little nervous. Well, Probably. you're going to be breaking up during it anyway, so it's I'm no going to be deal, real out of sync. I, I do want right to thank now. you guys. Live all free. I, I do. JP, you're jumping the gun, <laughs> man. Jeez, that was way I do feel free? that. D- Despite everything that me, Brian, and uh, Odie do on our own, our interviews and all of that jazz, to me, my favorite shows are the ones where we're all together just drinking like we used to be in the old days when we were in college and didn't have anything else to do. And uh, these are the shows that I have the most fun doing, and I think that comes across to our audience and why they hopefully get drunk with us and then drunkenly sign up for Patreon and forget they ever did that and then pay us forever. That's my strategy. So uh, if you are drunk right now, I encourage you to go to patreon.com slash Lions Liberty and help support the show while you're drunk. Um, and, so much and, Mark, and Mark, you yes. got a free t-shirt for joining at a $5 level. Oh, yes. Tell oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for, men- for mentioning this because we actually have a huge, huge special going on right now. The aforementioned Dan Smots made us a five-year anniversary t-shirt and that t-shirt is being given away for free to anyone that joins during a, this very special period that will be from one week from the actual date of the anniversary of the show, which is September 13th, 2013, was the, the original. So September 13th for one week. So through midnight of September 20th, you can get this shirt for free just by joining the, the Patreon at $5 or higher. That's huge. That costs us like over three times that to mm-hmm. print the shirt and send it to you. So it's really a really great deal. Uh, and you get that's our way of giving back and giving thanks to you. And anybody that was already in Patreon prior to this deal, we have sent to you in your inbox, it's already there, a special code to use for 30% off or 50% off, depending on the pledge level that you are at. But uh, we really wanted to get these in your hands as, as either cheaply or freely, depending on uh, what you're doing here as a thank you for, uh, you know, for supporting a show, for listening to the show and for being involved. So thank you all very much. Uh, and hold on, hold on. If you're in the on. pride, you guys listening or watching in the, uh, the pride Facebook group, if you upgrade five to 10, 10 to 15, 15, 25, Free shirt for you. Free shirt. This is why I got you guys. If I didn't have you guys around, I would have plugged nothing. Just it may not be the actual off. shirt we're touting. It might just be a shirt. <laughs> It'll be a Any t-shirt shirt. that I wore earlier. <laughs> <laughs> just some, some white and market himself. All right, guys. But uh, until next time, and uh, to anyone just tuning in, we do do actual programming uh, about libertarian issues uh, with interviews and that kind of thing. So uh, just trust us on that one. Uh, That's adorable. Anybody just tune in as if they'd still be around if they didn't. (laughs) If if you tune in and are still around now for the first time, then you're here. Like you ain't going anywhere at this point. So whatever. Call nine one one. You probably have already slit your wrists. Go send us money. Anyway, until next time, folks. I only have one request, and that is everyone out there just. Live long and live.